Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Hope you're well for this Friday edition of the show. End of another working week. All done and dusted. Uh, yeah, hope you've had a good week. Hasn't been too bad. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, waking up, going to work, going out to work, going out in the town. Have a great weekend from me to you. Thanks again for your support for popping by. So, yeah, it's been good. Good week. Um, Training again for me, some more drone stuff, more regulations, more rules, radio controls, and all the other stuff that goes with it. Some interesting stuff about weather, which was pretty cool to learn, so that was uh, quite useful. Um, especially as a photographer, I think, I guess, you, the more I do a photography, the more I need to understand the weather <laughs> and planning with the planning. We've, we've done, so I've done some videos on planning a shoot and getting all that. There's apps and stuff to do it. But the more and more you look at it, you've still got to understand how that app is, the information that app's given you. And a lot of it has to do with weather, predicting when this cloud's going to be there, when the sun's going to be there, there's going to be rain, so you get those nice wet shots, or you get those nice big thick clouds in your backgrounds for the landscape stuff. So it's more and more I'm, I'm sort of seeing, and I know the more we talked about it today, about the weather side of, what we need to do with being a pilot and because that's part of being a drone pilot you have to basically have a base very basic nowhere near a pilot but a very basic understanding of what they need to know um and weather is part of that they have to plan for the weather uh the pitfalls the dangers and all that sort of stuff you have to be aware of so it's sort of good and it's good to get that knowledge and then i can take that and then use that again to help me plan for a shoot so very cool still rained all day a little bit slowed off this afternoon hopefully it picks up tonight and gets more wet we've got a fair bit of rain this morning um not the 10 inches i was hoping uh maybe probably 10 to 20 mil today i guess not enough for what we need but it's a great start everything's wet and saturated so that's good if we can build on that and get some this big cloud front coming through hopefully that'll come south a little bit more and dump it on us uh the overnight that would be awesome so see how we go so i might have to do a quick duck out and get some shooting somehow that's what i'm hoping to do anyway so we'll see how that goes rightio um other than that no video tonight i've got all the photos done for the new shoot i've got to get the video done so my apologies for that a little bit behind schedule it's crazy at the moment uh what's going on I'll keep you informed on what's going on with there. We've got some behind the scenes stuff happening. Uh, so I've got to get some stuff done there. So yeah, just a little bit behind. I didn't have much time when I was home this week to get any work done. Uh, more family, Christmas coming up, trying to get all that sort of started and getting making sure Jack's good to go for Christmas. He's uh, probably his real first Christmas now. He's sort of three, he knows, he knows he understands Santa and he hasn't stopped talking about Santa for like three, four months. So it's sort of going to be pretty exciting as a dad to sort of see him super excited on Christmas Day. He was a little bit young last year. I think this is going to be his first one where he's super excited and uh, goes nuts. So, yeah, very cool. So, yeah, looking forward to that. But uh, some other news. Now, a lot of people and a lot of people come to the channel have watched uh, a couple of my videos I've done on mining and, and a little bit about mining and the iron ore industry and stuff like that. Uh, I get a lot, heap, a heap of questions and I do appreciate them. I try to help out as much as I can. Um, it's very tricky nowadays in this scheme of things. You can't really sort of mention it to someone to get you a job or anything like that anymore. It's more of 
a HR department just runs the whole thing and it's an application and it's, yeah, we really have no say who the hell turns up. We have very rarely that super, even supervisors get any sort of say on who the hell's going to come and work for them. So they don't even get to select their people a lot of the time. So it's a, it's a little tricky one. But there is uh, Area C for BHP. They are looking for mechanics. So if you're looking for a mechanic, I'm going to whack the link down below so you can go and apply. It's the external link. Uh, if you are a BHP internal, you can apply there. Uh, there's links in that. Just go and check the normal careers page if you are in BHP. But for you guys external that have asked me a few times, I'm going to put the link down below. Uh, I know I get a lot of questions about that. Uh, hopefully this is one that will help you if you're a mechanic on the mechanic side, diesel mechanic or an auto sparky uh, or a serviceman of anything. This might be a chance for you to get your foot in the door. So there you go. Uh, hopefully that will help out a few that have asked the question. So check out the link below. I'll put that the first one in the comments so you can go and get to it and go and put your application off. Good luck. Right. Now uh, over at Canon Rumors, some good... Good little tidbits, a uh, new patent for uh, RF lens. Unfortunately, it's a bloody L lens. <laughs> I can't afford an L lens. Come on, guys. Uh, a 35 to 135. So I guess it's a, not a, a very normal. It's not part of, like, your Hebrew Trinity covers that. They've already got that. So it's maybe if it was, like, a basic lens range, it might make more sense. I don't know why you need an L series 35 to 135 and f 2.8 so like it'll be probably a really nice lens and a good focal range um but i'd really like a nice little wide angle cheaper version that i can afford much like the 24 to 105 that i've i've got coming so i'm looking forward to that uh i'd love to get something like a 15 to 24 in a in a i guess contemporary range sigma calls it but in the base range from canon that would be a really nice lens that us broke old bastards can afford so that would be cool so but uh look it looks like it's coming as well as that there's another patent out there uh thanks to canon rumors uh a teleconverter now this one's a little bit different we, we know about normal teleconverters you whack them in between your lens uh, you go from a 300 mil lens for you uh, wildlife shooters out to a doubles out to a 600 or a, or a one and a half normally one and a half to two well they're going to have a zoom teleconverter this patent's for so it's one teleconverter and goes from one to one and a half to two you just adjust it just spin it or something like a zoom lens and you can change whatever magnification you want so that's pretty insane so theoretically i guess you could uh, take your 300 mil lens uh turn it to a, a a 450 or into a 600 uh very very cool uh pretty funky i think Nice little idea. If they can get that to work, I can guarantee it'll sell because that's just one item you can whack in your bag uh, when you're out shooting. Again, especially for wildlife photographers, they probably like less landscape guys. Nice, the less you can carry in that backpack makes it a hell of a lot easier when you're hiking 6, 10, 12, 20, 30, 40 Ks in a day. So I'm sure they would definitely appreciate that. So look forward to that one hopefully that comes out in 2021 for you guys with the bigger lenses it's generally only for the big big long lens guys more wildlife and maybe the astro guys as well uh there's some uh hope there for that rf side uh, it could work because i know i did read that uh, the canaroomers guys saying the current teleconverters are struggling with a 
like the 70 to 200 RF lens. For some reason, it's not working. Um, but yeah, so this might be a good option to cut that is in the pipeline to come. So just don't know how far away. Again, it's only just a patent leak at the moment. So maybe 2021, maybe 2022. See how we go. Radio also from Canon Rumors. Not, nice little camera. This like is getting the hybrid game. They're going photos and video. Normally they just basically put all their uh, eggs into the photography basket. Well, they, they're going uh, hardcore. It's not a cheap Anything like is nothing cheap, uh, without a doubt. For the, I'll just give you an example before we go into the specs. This thing is four thousand nine hundred US bucks. Probably, I'm pretty sure that's pretty much the same as an R5. So an R5, 8K video uh, photography, for 45 megapixel sensor. So like an amazing hybrid camera. Uh, well, this is going up now. You, this is like is to go up again. It's more compact. It has the like a build quality for sure. Uh, definitely that. It's called the SL2S uh, hybrid mirrorless camera. It's a 24 megapixel CMOS uh, uh, camera. It will do though 25 frames per second shooting continuous, uh, full resolution. So that's pretty cool for the photography side. That's, uh, I think, the 1DX Mark III's 20 megapixels uh, on uh, electronic. So that's pretty wild. doesn't say if it's mechanical electronic. I'm assuming that's going to be electronic to get those speeds up. So 25 is ridiculously fast. So for a compact camera, and it basically it looks like a Leica. A li little bit thicker body. The handle looks a little bit thicker in there. You'll see it on the thumbnail. Um, but yeah, very, that, sound, look, that sounds, as a camera itself, sounds really, really cool. Now they're also saying the video on it's going to be pretty cool. 10-bit color. That's pretty much going to be the new norm 2021 going on, I think. Everything's going 10-bit. Uh, if you're not 10-bit, it's sort of your sort of bit of old technology now. Um, 4K and Cine 4K. So no 6K, 8K. Uh, and I think that's probably still fine. But for the money, I would have thought maybe uh, some better frame rates. Now this is no record limit on those 4Ks. Uh, so I'm sure that's going to be a fantastic picture. Nothing about any slow-mo or high-speed, like 240 frames or 400 frames a second or anything like that. I don't think Leica's really into that sort of a game. I think it's more so giving you a nice, smooth, continuous video footage at a high quality. So I think 4K is still going to be fine, but for six or 5,000 US, which is going to be seven, seven to eight grand, then you're going to add those $3,000 friggin' Leica lenses. Canon's no better, so they're very much matched in the price. But you do have to, basically, that's the one you have to consider. You're going up against an R5 versus this SLS2. Uh, look, the Leica guys, the doctors, the lawyers, the dentists, they're all going to be into this thing. They're the guys that have got that spare change for five grand. Uh, but look, it looks really nice. It's a really neat looking camera. They do a, they do a great job. It should work really well. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of coin. But uh, at 25 frames a second is pretty sensational. It's like sports camera sort of stuff. So, and a little compact camera, very, very cool. So go check that one out. If you are a Leica fan, this could be the one great travel camera. Definitely one camera fits all, so very cool. Now some uh, Google updates that from the Google Pixel 5. There's stuff like the adaptive sound, hold for me, and battery saver. 
that's going to be now just released an update where that's going to be go back. I think it'll go back to the Google Pixel three and upwards. So some nice little features that hold for me. Features being a little bit of fun, and I think everyone's enjoying that. So very cool. So if you are running Google, get that update. You've got a few things now. The adaptive sound. I don't think they said was Lou didn't say it was in the Google Pixel five from Lou later. Sorry, just thanks Lou. Um, but uh, pretty interesting that hold for me ones are pretty cool. Basically, you could just go on and just say hold for me. It puts whoever when someone puts you on hold, you can put them back on hold, uh, which is great for people like Telstra that stuff you around and put you on hold for 30, 40 minutes, and because you've got all that time to spare and like they're at work, but they can't get back to you when you're the customer. So yeah, I think it's a good little bit of fun, and I think it'd be probably well used in Australia with our customer service. So very cool. Uh, now that's uh, now available. So if you are running the Google Pixel range, go for your updates. You'll get all those features and get some more information on them. So very cool. Now some sort of sad news. Uh, look, we all heard the great news about the COVID-19 vaccine. The uh, guys from Britain smashing it out. We talked about, I think last week, I talked about how waiting till March probably wasn't a bad thing for us. Well, that vaccine's hit a bit of a brick wall and got dump like hotcakes it was just crazy uh i did watch some news this afternoon basically it was bringing up a false positive for hiv um sort of straight away you go oh my god it was a little bit funny uh sort of like oh my god it's what what's it doing hiv it's sort of just hearing that linked into one thing well okay right out that's a bit of a laugh so it's telling you okay yep right um the boss of the company that was uh, making it come out and said look it's still fine. It's, we can still go and develop it, but there's three or four other drugs that are fine that aren't going to bring up this false positive. So instead of us, so I guess, wasting our time and having to work through that, uh, we're just going to sh shelve it and then go from there. So everyone that was buying that uh, dumped it, uh, which is crazy. Uh, well, not cra I guess it's not crazy. There's three or four other options coming, so it's not like there's no vaccine. There's just probably easier options to deal with now, the, they, he did say that the false positive would realistically only affect 5% of Australia's population uh, due to the fact that it's only guys going to get HIV tests that are going to be affected. So it was a little bit weird in that regards. Now, last but not least, uh, before the end of the weekend, the Mac one, that MacBook Air is going bananas. Uh, look, if you're after a laptop, get the base model the same, the benchmarks and everything uh, on par with the MacBook Pro and everything else. It is a bargain performance and everything. It does have a few software limitations, but if you're after just a general computer to do Apple stuff, then the Mac Air is a piston resistance and they've done really well and is the best one. You don't need any of the extras. It does enough just at the base at that 999 US dollar entry point. So very, very cool. Great to see us getting a little bit of something back from Apple for a change. You can go spend the money you saved on those headphones. <laughs> and that's about it for the weekend. Friday, I will hopefully get a video out for you over the weekend. Stay safe. We'll be coming, going. I'll see you Monday. Peace.